Welcome to IoT Decoded number 5. IoT Decoded is a podcast about Alpe1 Technologies. We are on December 2019th and we are the day after Christmas. In today's episode, we are going to talk about different uh, topics. The first one will be uh, satellite communication with LP1, which is the actuality is booming on, on this topic currently. Uh, and then we will talk about the first LoRa bomb. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, then um, some news, um, old news about uh, Wi-Fi and uh, ST Microelectronics uh, new chips. And then we will uh, conclude with uh, the thing conference uh, information. So let's start with uh, satellite. Uh, it's a it's a topic we already addressed previously. So um, something uh, something that is uh, not not totally new, but uh, this month uh, this is booming a bit. Uh, because we have different announcements. The first one is a, a Sigfox announcement. It's related to a, a company named Plastimo. Uh, they are uh, making stuff for, um, uh, for, for, for people having boats and uh, for, for the security of people in boats. Uh, so they are uh, in the middle of nowhere, middle of the ocean, and we need some time to position them to, to save them in case of accident. And so they decide to connect uh, their software equipment uh, and they decide to connect it with uh, Sigfox, so Sigfox ELO, uh, which is a satellite solution, uh, which is something interesting because Sigfox ELO is, is not yet uh, existing. I mean, the satellite has not been launched, so <laughs> they are really starting um, uh, really, 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 um, <laughs> really quick uh, on, uh, on this. But it's interesting basically because um, Sigfox technology is really working well uh, around the, the coast, uh, where you have uh, something like 60 kilometers of coverage. So for, for most of uh, boards, it's a, it's a sufficient co coverage uh, to be, uh, to be an under, under network coverage. So that's interesting. Uh, and the satellite could be an option to uh, be uh, connected everywhere. And what is interesting is the technology uh, for communicating with a ground base station or with satellite in Sigfox is compatible. So the same antenna, uh, I mean, uh, um, an horizontal um, transmission antenna uh, is, is good enough uh, to transmit to a Sigfox satellite. Um, so the system, uh, I mean, could already work even without satellite with the, the base station uh, on, on the coast. And then it, when the satellite will be there, the system will be able to, to switch to the satellite system. The, the only difference basically is uh, you need a, a system to uh, detect the satellite and to be able to uh, uh, communicate uh, when the satellite is just on top of you. So that's the, the main difference in, uh, in CFOX technology. So that was for, for Sigfox, but the more interesting um, uh, actuality on, on satellite is, is coming from LoRaWAN ecosystem. Uh, we have two uh, news this month, I've seen. Uh, the first one is the FOSA system. The FOSA system, they have sent a CubeSat. Uh, it's basically just um, a LoRaWAN transmitter uh, from the, from the, the sky. Uh, and the CubeSat is a really small satellite, a 5 by 5 by 5 centimeter satellite. Uh, so that's really nice stuff. So not expensive also. And uh, it is transmitting every minute 
uh, a beep lot it's like a, a sputnik uh, using the LoRa one technology um, that's basically interesting but it's really far from what we want to do because um, communicating from the satellite is i mean it's not really complex basically uh, as the main, the main issue with satellite is the reception as you are far away uh, so uh, in high altitude, so you, you are uh, receiving a lot of noise uh, coming from a wide area. So the reception is, is a bit complex, but the transmission is uh, is basically uh, uh, simple. You just have to transmit. But that's interesting. I mean, it's something if you want to uh, to have fun, you can try to uh, to to reach to get uh, this signal uh, from the ground, uh, and uh, so you can go to Fosadot system. Uh, website and get the information if you want to do the, the receiver. Just be careful, you need to have the the last uh, Semtech uh, transceiver to do that due to uh, some specific preamble they are using. So the A612C6 uh, uh, need to be used for such reception. The main interesting thing in my point of view is the Lacuna Space experience. Um, I've seen some nice tweets from uh, Fabien Ferrero with a French guy uh, who made um, uh, a transmitter uh, and able to, to discuss with the Lacuna Space System. So this transmitter is a, is a bit specific because um, you have a, a directive antenna. This is a way uh, you can communicate with uh, with Lacuna Space if you want to be received uh, because there is a, a lot of uh, noise around and uh, you to be uh, to be listened from uh, from from this noise. It's better if the uh, antenna is directive uh, from the ground to the top. Uh, to point directly the, the satellite direction. So uh, he made it with a really nice antenna. I really like the, the design of the antenna. It's, it's quite beautiful. Uh, and he, he has been able to uh, reach his satellite, uh, which was at uh, 473 kilometers high, uh, which means uh, the satellite basically uh, uh, will have a, a life which will be short for, for this one. But it's... Um, it's it's a good altitude and it's it was a good challenge as a, I mean LoRa communication is made for 10 15 kilometers uh, so here we are 474 and based on the discussion I had with uh, with Fabien uh, the the quality of the reception was was good and it was able to uh, make multiple communication with success uh, with no loss so that's really interesting uh, to see that. Uh, and uh, it seems that the, the transmission characteristics are, are quite standard. Uh, even if uh, in, in its, uh, its last year, TTN uh, Talk, uh, Lacuna Space founder, um, explained uh, that you, you need uh, some specific preamble uh, to, uh, to be able to uh, cover uh, the, the noise. So, um, but it's, it's just configuration on a SX1266 uh, device. So that's interesting. So it works and that's really, really interesting. Uh, currently, if you want to communicate with the satellite, I mean, the, the satellite is, is turning uh, from uh, North Pole to South Pole and then back to North Pole and, and benefits of the, um, the movement of Earth uh, to cover the whole globe. Uh, so basically, the satellite is passing twice a day on every point of the of the globe. Uh, so you you can uh, you can transmit your messages uh, twice a day. Uh, 
So if you miss it, you, you need to wait for for 12 hours. But that's just for for the test. I mean, when if the system is working, Lacuna Space will send uh, multiple satellites, and and so you will have to wait uh, less. But for sure, uh, you you will have to wait for satellite transmission, and it also means uh, that you need to know when you have to transmit. So. Uh, this communication need to receive an information from satellites uh, to know when uh, you are able to uh, to send the message to it so i don't know exactly how it works uh, for for LoRa one uh, and, and lacuna space solution uh, i hope uh, we're gonna have some details on this uh, so we'll see that maybe we can take a look on a github code which is available maybe it's, it's explained um, but i don't have the information currently i know that sigfox do that they will have a beacon and you will do the synchronization and once uh, you are synchronized then you know that the satellite on top yeah you are transmitting and, and basically it might be the same thing for the La lacuna space solution so it's real it's work and basically it's really promising so lp1 satellite solution are on the way to go that's really really good and 2020 uh, is, is going to be a, a really interesting year for this uh, with, uh, I think that Lacuna Space uh, will uh, improve and, and send new satellite, and Sigfox uh, will also send its uh, satellite uh, that year. So uh, that's something really interesting coming uh, on that topic. So let's go to some other news. Um, the one which is, I mean, it's funny, or no, it's not funny, basically, because the time is, is not funny, but... Uh, I mean, that's a, an incredible use case for, for Roar One. Uh, in Hong Kong, um, police uh, have arrested someone which has designed a bomb uh, with a, um, you can uh, re remotely control with a LoRa communication. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you, you want to be far away from the, the, the bomb when you want to um, switch it on. If you want, don't want to use a cell phone system and have a point-to-point -point communication, LoRa is a good solution. Yeah, that's sad. That's real. Uh, are, we are talking about uh, 50 meters of uh, transmission. So I assume that the antenna or the journalist is really bad. But uh, uh, so uh, basically what we've seen on, on, on the photos I've made, it's a simple RFM uh, 95 device. Uh, plus, I, I assume uh, something like uh, an Arduino or something like that. So it's really a, a hacker, hacker approach. And it's not a surprise that uh, this kind of stuff exists. And that's a bit sad, but uh, I mean, technology is for the best and sometimes for the worst. Um, another news, which is um, quite uh, a bit uh, old now, but I didn't talk about, and, uh, about it, and I think that's a really interesting thing. It's uh, what is called the Y5 ONPC. Um, I didn't find exactly why PC is, but uh, it's uh, another name is Wi-Fi on-off noise. Which is interesting. It's a kind of hokey uh, communication using uh, a noise uh, to create a long-range communication. So for Wi-Fi, long-range means uh, 67 meter, uh, which is not really long, but better than uh, 15, 20 meters you can uh, reach with a standard Wi-Fi. So that's interesting. Um, the principle is um, to have a, a, a noise emission and eventually uh, stopping this noise emission and reactivating it and so on. So by doing this, you can do a one and zero and one, okay? And you can have a, a bit transmission, 
uh, thanks to this. Uh, the frequency of the communication is one hertz, so the, the communication uh, throughput is only one bit per second. Okay, so it's not like a Wi-Fi extension uh, for for watching uh, uh, YouTube uh, around the swimming pool. No, no, no. It's it just a, a really, a really uh, low um, low debit uh, communication. But that's interesting. You you may have a, a lot of use cases. I mean, Wi-Fi is good for house, but uh, if you want to extend it to uh, uh, your garden around, it's really limited. Uh, but with this solution, uh, you can keep a contact with something which is uh, outside. Uh, and, and that's interesting. For example, if you have a, uh, something to um, that take care of your garden, uh, a, a robot uh, doing such thing, and you want to ensure that uh, he's, he's still on, uh, on the Wi-Fi coverage. So if he loses the Wi-Fi coverage with this uh, on-off communication, he could eventually uh, find where to be back on Wi-Fi. Uh, so that could be interesting. It's also interesting if you just want to pilot uh, a system which is an on-off system or, or just, I mean, if you want to get some temperature or thing like this, um, you, you, can, you can use this uh, in your garden uh, with a really uh, a low, low bandwidth. So that's interesting. I don't know how they manage collision. Uh, I think it's a bit complex. But it exists. What is interesting is that it's it's only software update, uh, so uh, it, it could be deployed on on an existing uh, uh, access point, and, and it could uh, it it could be deployed. So the question is more: uh, What will be the first? Uh, will the access point manufacturer will implement this protocol, or uh, to have device available, or they will wait some some device available for doing this? So that's always a question with the new technology. Who is the first to implement the solution to allow the others to uh, to use it? So uh, something to, uh, to 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 keep in mind and uh, to have a look uh, in, in the next months. It could be interesting things. Uh, some news about uh, STM uh, with um, at first uh, something which is not also news. Uh, STM thirty two cube EDE um, IDE. Sorry, uh, it's it's an environment based on Eclipse. Uh, and delivered by uh, so Microelectronics. So it's good because uh, by the past, Microelectronics only really supports uh, Kale and Hair uh, environments, which are quite expensive. And uh, I mean, if like me, uh, since uh, 20 years, you are using open source uh, compiler and, and you don't want to change. Uh, I, I was used to have uh, Eclipse and uh, non-official uh, support of STM32. So now with uh, QBDE, uh, it's uh, it's well integrated with CubeMX uh, um, and, and, and that's great. The environment is really easy to install, work well on Mac and uh, is uh, really stable uh, as much I have seen uh, in, in the previous weeks. So so thank you for doing this uh, ST. It's a, it's a great thing to support uh, this environment and to deliver it. And the ST news, something re really more interesting and, and really new, <laughs> is the STM32WL. So that's the first SOC, uh, including uh, STM and uh, uh, and uh, sorry, and a LoRa Semtec SX126X uh, transceiver, uh, which is really interesting because in, it means in, uh, in in the same chip uh, you can do 
uh, a powerful uh, code with your ST uh, chip. You can have LoRa One, LoRa for sure, and Sigfox because uh, the same tech chip is able to do Sigfox. So, so in a small piece. Uh, of uh, plastic, you can get everything. So that's interesting. And, and the, the the STM32 is a L4, which is uh, Cortex M4. So really strong, uh, strong MCU. It can be uh, single or dual core. So it's a really powerful system, uh, including the LoRa and Sigfox communication. So that's really interesting. I don't have information yet about pricing and availability because I just seen some screen capture of slides in a, in a conference or, or, or in a website in Chinese. So uh, we have to wait a bit to uh, get the, the details. But it's it's really promising. Just hope that it's going to be uh, something like four dollar or something like this. Uh, and, and I think it's it's not a good news for Murata and this ABZ uh, chip with an impronunciable name uh, because uh, it's really uh, an interesting competitor. So uh, and uh, it's it's going to be less expensive. So let's see that. Uh, good news. Stay tuned on this topic. Uh, I really uh, want to test it, and I hope that it's going to be available with DevKit uh, quickly to to do that that test. To conclude this uh, podcast, um, we have uh, the Zessing conference. Uh, starting on uh, 30, 31 of January. It's going to be in Amsterdam, the place where the Sing Network is as born. Uh, and it's going to be a, a really good conference. I hope so. I will be there. So I hope it's going to be a really good conference. Uh, there is 41 speakers. Just hope that uh, another one will come because 42 is the right answer normally. But okay, 41 uh, speaker, uh, and I've seen uh, three different main categories of speaker and, and topics. Uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, I mean, the thing network is a hacker community. <laughs> I can say that. I mean, most of the people work doing stuff on this community are hacker or things like this. And so um, we have a uh, we have speaker from KiCad. Uh, you know the. Uh, as a PCB um, designer software, Microbit, Coitech, as uh, the, the solution for measuring uh, current and when you design microelectronic, HiveMQ. Okay, so th they are not really um, people coming from the uh, LoRa ecosystem, but it's more uh, the uh, the maker scene. So it's really interesting to see them at this place because there's not a lot of great opportunity to to meet this kind of people. So. The TTN conference, TT conference is a, is a great opportunity for that. So it would be a really great, but for sure there is people also from the uh, Loa One Gateway um, manufacturing with Rack that will be uh, there. Same tech for sure, uh, and Laird also will be there. So interesting uh, discussion and talk, I think, around uh, the evolution of the different gateway environment and uh, also the uh, the hardware solution uh, coming from next year. And the last uh, topic is uh, uh, about uh, satellite uh, with uh, a talk from Lacuna Space. So we're going to get the updates. And also Fabien Ferro, I've seen uh, the guy I've mentioned to have made the first communication uh, with the satellite uh, will be there. So I'm sure that he will talk about uh, his experience on this. And uh, that will be quite uh, interesting. 
So uh, that's the end for this episode. Uh, the next episode, uh, maybe at the beginning of February, it will be a, an episode dedicated to uh, the the Sync conference. Uh, I will be there. I will be there as a speaker. And uh, if uh, you join the conference, yeah, please uh, contact me. I will be happy to uh, to share a beer with you. Uh, and so uh, up to. Uh, this uh, next episode uh, I wish you uh, a great uh, Christmas uh, a great end of 2019 and for sure if you listen to this podcast with uh, some day of delay uh, I wish you a really great new 2020 year <laughs>